Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. Is anyone else struggling with what to wear these days? I've been pretty frustrated with getting dressed over the last few months as I've navigated body changes, and some days I quite literally have no idea what to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothing for every occasion. When I signed up, I took a style quiz, and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my life. I've been renting clothes from Armoire for a while now, and the more I rent, the more on point the suggestions get. Plus, you send what you wear back, which is a great way to try new styles without waste. Armoire also has such a fantastic range of options. Whether you're planning an outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or maybe a family event, or just need some updated options for everyday life, you'll be the best-dressed person in the room without ever having to find time for an exhausting shopping day. Right now, Didn't I Just Feed You listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash D-I-J-F-Y. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Megan, it's no secret that I'm a maximalist who loves luxe clothing and home goods. It's also no secret that I'm a minimalist who also loves investing in a handful of small luxe things that will last in service for a long time, especially for my house. And we both love a good deal, which is why we both become obsessed with OneQuince.com, a one-stop shop for curated luxury goods shipped direct from the world's best specialist factories. Quince partners with factories that produce well-known luxury brands and that demonstrate a commitment to high production standards, fair wages, safety, and sustainability. They also focus on essential products with low design costs. Think cashmere cruise, super soft fleece pants, and the down comforters and hotel quality sheets that I stocked up on for my new house. I've also been doing some back-to-school shopping to stock up on fall essentials for me. <laughs> a new denim shirt, everyday gold hoop earrings, and a super cute crossbody bag. Staples are wear on repeat all season, shipped directly from the factory, no middle person, no upcharge. Altogether, that's how Quince is able to keep prices up to 50 to 80% lower than other brands. Real simple, in style, fast company, Refinery29, and Fortune all agree with us. Quince is a game changer. Take advantage of a brand new offer just for our listeners. Get 10% off any purchase of $100 or more with the code FEED10. There's always free shipping and 365-day returns. Just go to onequince.com slash D-I-J-F-Y. That's O-N-E-Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. Quality shouldn't be a luxury. Try Quince today. I'm trying to also hit on kid pleasing foods here too, because just like we talk about for school lunch, 
if your goal is to fill up the kids, like now's not the time to make pumpkin manicotti or something. I don't know. I mean, maybe your kids <laughs> like that. What's you know? your beef with manicotti? Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Megan. And I am Stacy. Hey guys, before we get started into today's ghoulish episode. <laughs> rate and review and don't pay attention to that terrible joke I just made <laughs> instead we're here for it honestly that we give. <laughs> four stars <laughs> great review help other busy cooks find us yes okay I feel like this is one of those episodes where we're like as food editors we're like oh we have to talk about this again I know it is but then when we get to the end of the episode we're gonna be like oh actually and maybe what we're doing here is like we're giving you meal ideas for the entire month of october and into november pre-thanksgiving because this is like cozy food it's bare minimum dinners it is special dinners it's like everything that we want to eat but we're just saying you should cook it as a halloween pre-game or on Halloween night as something so okay so then if it's all the things why are we featuring these particular suggestions in Halloween I feel like there's a couple of marks that you want to hit on Halloween night one okay. is yeah you, you just kind of want them to eat something because <laughs> it's about Which also sugar fest r- that's a random Tuesday night at my house also <laughs> <laughs> okay well, for my kids, Halloween no. is definitely no, way no. More you're correct. I'm sorry. I'm just being a little bit silly here. <laughs> so I just want them to eat something yes. because our we don't have rules about candy when you're trick or treating. So it's like no hold bar. Like my boys go nuts, um, as they should. It's Halloween, so I just want them to eat something. I do like for it to be a little protein heavy and I'm not like, Oh, and fiber because the hell? Like cause they're going to run yeah, around for several hours. Yeah. Right. You want them to have some energy. You don't want them to get grumpy and hungry and sugar high and crash. Like it's something that's going to sustain them for a long, fun evening. That also is going to be sugar fueled. And also on most Halloweens, I want it to be easy. Cause there's usually that like crazy runaround where you like, pick them up from school you come home like everyone's getting in their costumes after little snacks are you going to meet up with people are you going to go trick-or-treating whatever it is maybe you're having people over and it's a little bit of a mad rush also because i'm usually getting ready for halloween and i take my halloween prep very seriously for myself (laughs) but this year halloween's on a sunday i know which can we talk about that a little bit because i what you're saying I immediately am like taken back in a weird way to that way the like that energy feels of like the kids yeah. are hyped from school even, yeah. and they come home and they're like, when do we can like, they want to start putting on their costumes immediately if they didn't wear them to school. And like, when are our friends coming over? When, who's trigger? It's just like crazy, which is why part of the reason why we're talking about strategies and the thing that will come up a lot is like slow cooker meals because you don't really have the opportunity to like cook a full hands-on meal on Halloween. But like 
is it going to feel terrible that it's on a Sunday? I feel like I don't remember it being on a weekend in a while. And so like, is it going to be all day of our kids just being like, when can we go? When can we go? Like when there's a birthday party, I always appreciate when there's a birthday party at like 10 o'clock in the morning versus like two in the afternoon, because then you don't deal with hours of the anticipation. And is that what it's going to, we might need a whole day strategy, not just dinner. I'm the opposite because I'm like, oh my God, 1030. And then we're home and it's like, barely noon or barely 1 p.m. What the heck am I going to do with them for the rest of the day? <laughs> I like like putting them off and putting them off and putting them off and then like, ah, like the rest of the day is taken care of. Yeah. Um, But I think that's a really, really good question. I wonder if people are going to do a little bit more gathering mm-hmm. for Halloween. I hope Whether so. it's pre-gaming before trick-or-treating or instead of, I don't know where people are at on trick-or-treating this year, but I, I have a feeling there's going to be more gathering together so maybe we should also touch on some meals that are easy to just make in like bulk or to make for a bunch of people and not just maybe your small family of three to six or seven whatever your family is so that's a thought as well yes and I love this what you said you know like we don't know where everyone's going to be at as far as trick-or-treating yet. And and that might also be a personal choice. Like maybe you don't trick-or-treat, you've never trick-or-treated for whatever reason, but you still want to f- do something special to celebrate with your family. So maybe we will have like three ca- categories, like the pre, the quick pre-gaming sort of meals, quick or like easy, things that are good to share and then things that feel super festive. Yes, whether you want to do that in tandem with trick-or-treating or instead of. And by super festive, we mean like, I don't know, like all the cutesy stuff, yeah. right? Like yeah. the spirit with your cooking. Yes, yes, 100%. Okay, and go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, Okay. I'm just kidding. The pressure does not have to be on you. Can I, can I just say we have a Halloween tradition and I think we will always continue it, which is we do a big snack board on Halloween and it is the opportunity. It is both. I think it's easy. There is a little bit of prep or shortcut shopping that needs to happen, but it is also an opportunity to be festive. Like you can take hot dogs and wrap them and puff pastry and call them mummy dogs or make like cream cheese and olive on mini bagel spiders and make it feel festive. So that's my guacamole guts, put candy eyeballs on things. Yeah. And I feel like that hits the mark of like being festive. We can feed it to a crowd if needed. Maybe in COVID times I make like two, one for the family that's visiting and one for us. And it feels easy. Totally. I love a snack board. I think that's great. The thing about making a snack board for my boys on a Sunday is that they'll be around. And I feel like when I make snack boards and they're around, I can never get to the end of the snack board because they're in my face and they're eating along the way. Yeah. You never <laughs> get that get like very Instagramable moment because it's just eat, be as soon as you're putting stuff down, no. it's being <laughs> yes. eaten the worst okay fair fair okay okay so I love that idea I think that's great and it works for lunch or dinner I think that Mm -hmm. also is really nice 
I, we don't have a particular tradition, but you know, some of the go-to things that I make when I'm thinking about like having a big bulk meal is pasta and meat sauce. And on a case like Halloween, I would make the meat sauce in an instant pot just to make it easier, but it's a Sunday. So maybe like cooking your meat sauce, if you want to make an old style long cooked ragu Mm. or do something fun and special, that could be really, really fun. You know, and then I'm crossing over into the fun ideas, but you know, the meatball eyeballs, I don't know if you've seen that where you meatballs, they could even be frozen meatballs or meatballs that you prep ahead, whatever you want. And you cut out a little divot and then cut a mozzarella ball in half and kind of tuck it into the divot that you cut into your meatball. So it looks like the white of eyes and then a little black olive slice, you know, into little slices. And then that can be the iris of the eye. And then you dot those around your pasta. That's really fun. Yes. And Um, I just want to say you, like, if you, if that feels like, oh, that's so much work to do a whole batch of meatballs, you could do like four to six, however big your family is. And there's like one on everybody's serving. Like that's festive enough, right? Totally. Totally. Uh, I like curries and I think Mm. you mentioned kind of moving into transitioning into like more cozy eating. So curries are really great because you can build your own sauce with your own spice blend, or you can get a pre-made curry sauce. We love in my house, Maya Kaimel curry sauces. They're delicious. They're all natural. They're so flavorful and they are so easy. You literally like brown and cook some veggies and animal protein if that's your thing and dump the sauce and simmer for a few minutes. But really anything with a simmer sauce is really yeah. great. Also, I think that's great entertaining food. Like, oh, 100%. Because you can make like a big batch of the sauce and veggies and even have like some pre-cooked chicken or some like crispy tofu. And then everyone can kind of build their own servings. You can accommodate a lot of different dietary restrictions with one base meal. Absolutely. Make just a huge thing of rice. And that Mm -hmm. also fills everybody up. And it's, you know, it's filling, it's warm. You know, if you're feeling like fancy and in the mood and you want to add, you know, pumpkin to be in the seasonal spirit, that can work really well. So there's just a lot of flexibility there. Gnocchi. I'm back on the store-bought gnocchi tip. It just makes the easiest sheet pan meal. It's just been saving me lately. And also you can make something more like saucy and cozy with like a cream sauce. And I don't know if your kids eat mushrooms and chicken or something like that. Gnocchi just bulks everything up in a really nice way without having to boil a whole other pot of pasta. So I really like that. You could just buy like three packages if you're making for a big family or yourself and another family. Risotto. We talk about risotto a lot. You actually do a lot. And I've kind of taken a page from you because I kind of forgot about risotto. But I think risotto sounds fussy because you think you have to stand there and stir and stir and stir, but you don't necessarily have to. It may impact the texture a little bit, but come on, it's Halloween night. So, you know, that's just a nice way of making a big, warm, cozy, filling rice dish. And you can use up whatever you have on hand. Meatballs, always great. And I think that meatballs, we already mentioned them, making them eyeballs. You can make them on a big sheet pan. You can cook all kinds of pasta. You can put another sheet pan of broccoli in the oven at the same time. And just have like, you know, a big feast that you put out, like two sheet pans and a big thing of pasta, vada pasta, and warm up some jarred sauce. 
I'm trying to also hit on kid pleasing foods here too, because right. just like we talk about for school lunch, if your goal is to fill up the kids, like now's not the time to make pumpkin manicotti or so. I don't know. I mean, maybe your kids <laughs> like that. What's you know? your beef with manicotti? I'm just kidding. I know exactly you know what, what I mean? you mean. Or, or even like people to... are like, oh yes, you should make pumpkin chili. My kids yeah. love chili, but if I tried to put like pumpkin chili <laughs> with like big hunks of squash and mushrooms and stuff like that I want to eat on Halloween night, they would be like, hmm. I'm going to stick with yeah. my Snickers. Thanks. Anyways. Totally. Totally. So like, let's stick with the crowd pleasers here. And by the crowd, I mean the kids. Okay. Burgers. So talking about crowd pleasers, especially yes. if you have people over, it's a Sunday. You can even grill them in the late afternoon and do like a crossover lunch dinner thing. Um, but don't sleep on burgers and hot dogs. And Megan mentioned already the mummy dogs. You know what I like? Cause my kids are a little older and they're not as into like the cutesy Halloween stuff, but getting into the cutesy category ribs, not oh, like snow on the nose, it's but ribs, it's themes. like you're not making a big deal, but and we're eating ribs. Okay, I might, I might honestly steal that idea. Like that right. seems like a great. Even if you bought like a, if you have a local barbecue place and you bought like half yeah. a rack, that could be really cute on the snack board too. Like totally, and, that's a and great idea. To that end, I know we both agree on this. Wings, like that feels yes. substantial, snacky, but also you're still get like your bo- you're getting bones on the tray yeah. and it's fun that way. and like spread them open in a v so they look like bat wings or something i've actually even seen like a little bit of black food coloring used yeah whatever you base the wings with to make them dark like that i mean you can do that or not i just think it's kind of like you said low-key another one in this category getting sausage on a string okay like piling it up like intestines <laughs> Okay, okay, Billis. That might have been too. Yeah, no. Honestly, though, could you do like a whole Sweeney Todd butcher themed board? Yeah. Here for that. I think that's funny. It's great for older kids. It's a little more gory than cutesy. Shepherd's pie is another one that's just in both categories. It kind of straddles because it can just be like a cozy filling meal. You've got some mashed potatoes, you got a lot of like ground protein, whether it's beef or turkey or tofu, but also like there, I don't know. I'm sure there's something you can do to make shepherd's pie look Halloween-y. Like make it all nice and pretty, but then like open up the center a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe have those, those Put ketchup all over it. Yes. Like hanging, yeah. Like hanging out. I don't know. I feel like there's something you can do there. That those are my ideas, Megan. I'm done. Okay. Passing the baton. That was like a whole journey. We went from like crowd pleasers to like let me make a whole themed dinner, which I'm very into. Okay, so I'm gonna jump us back to this idea of things that are easy but also crowd pleasing. Again, chili. I mean, I feel like every food publication in the world is like, you should make slow cooker chili on Halloween, but like you should. I'm not just trying to say that because to check off the list. It is really easy and can be a crowd pleaser. Um, nachos. You were talking about meatballs, which got me thinking about all of our favorite cr- crowd pleasers. And that's something like everyone could build their own little tray if you're entertaining, or you can just make like a couple of big sheet trays, 
one with like veggies and one with ground beef on it and everyone can help themselves to serving that. And it's like a big, easy crowd pleaser. Also carnitas or any kind of like putting pulled pork in the slow cooker, something you can start in the morning on that Sunday. And then could be lunch as some, as part, like something different than tacos. Maybe you have it on buns for lunch and then maybe you have it as tacos later, adjust the seasoning a little bit. Pasta salad. I know pasta salad is like what we think of picnic food. And so we would do it like for a July 4th or something, but like pasta salad is kind of great. You can make it ahead and adapt it to whatever ingredients you have on hand. It's like serving pasta, which we think of as a kid's favorite, um, but with more veggies and more like nutrition. I love value. that idea. I think it's so smart. And you could do like um, a tortellini version. So it's even more filling, even do something that's like in a pasta e, where it's like olives and mozzarella and some salami and can be really filling. And then that's uh, one thing I think about too, is like, sometimes we eat before we go trick or treating, but my kids are so like excited, hyped up that they're not really getting very full. And so we will come home and they'll be like, I'm still hungry or like, I need another snack. And so having like a big batch of pasta salad could really help with that kind of um, appetite. That's so smart because that happens to us a lot too. Yes. I want to throw out this, and this is very much like tooting our own horns, and I don't care. It's our horn. I'm going to toot it. The we did a <laughs> breakfast, <laughs> we did a breakfast snack board for Better Homes and Gardens August issue, and then we made like a, a puff pastry sugar bun. I feel like that could be like your special thing that you do on Halloween day. Like do it in the morning for breakfast or brunch and maybe add some cutesy eyeball things, make some little cute bats or what have you, and then do something super easy, like order pizza for dinner. So like you get your special thing and then you just do something easy so you can concentrate on getting in costumes. I think that's so smart. On the something special category, I love making pretzels and we usually do it for Oktoberfest, but we didn't do it this year because it was like around Brian's birthday. And so I kind of have the itch to make pretzels from scratch and then just make like a pretzel snack board with like sausage and cheese. And that could be really fun for entertaining or for staying home. Love it. Um, Again, from Better Homes and Gardens, our chicken and waffle cob salad, like a cob salad kind of slaps as the kids say i don't even actually know what that means i love a cob salad <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> cob salads are great and we don't eat enough of them <laughs> it hits different, it hits different. yeah yes I yes agree. rather than just like salad but like give me a salad with a bunch of stuff on top of it and our chicken and waffles cob salad has a like a hot honey um, dressing on it and it has like mini frozen waffles and we use frozen chicken strips and it slaps you guys you should make that if you want something special on Halloween that's like veggie and protein packed that's it that might be my list I feel that's like your list okay can we get to some of the cutesy like little kid stuff that I know maybe a lot of parents have seen before but parents of littles who are just kind of diving in and maybe it's one of the first Halloweens where their kids are going to be walking around, hobbling around, going trick-or-treating. Yeah. Also There's so like fun making sliders and making them look like spiders, sli- slider yeah. spiders. 
or your burgers, like cutting a slice of cheese so that it has kind of jagged edge on one end and having it stick out like its teeth and then like using toothpicks to like stick two olives into the bun. So it looks like it's a little monster, like a friendly monster. Burger is super cute. Um, What else? Oh, mummy dogs you mentioned, but also like cutting dogs in like fours at the bottom and like sticking spaghetti into it and then cooking it. Have you seen that? So it looks like an octopus or a monster. Yes. 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 100%. what are other some? Do you have some other well, like, I, ideas that so you used to rely I, on? Yeah, I love um, puff pastry for doing. Like, I think that's something you should just ha- start having this time of year in your freezer because you can do the mummy dogs, but also if you're like pressed for time, you could just roll it out and cut out like bats or gravestones. Like, if you have a cookie cut cookie cutters that are Halloween shaped, and you're like, why would I make intricately decorated sugar cookies for Halloween? I would. I wouldn't. I would just do puff pastry, sprinkle a little Parmesan and butter on top, and you make like quick little snacks that can go in lunch boxes and or on a snack board for Halloween or on top of your chili. Like that, let's talk about that. It doesn't have to be you're making a whole separate thing. You could just make a cute um, garnish to go on top of it. Totally. It's like, <laughs> there's a suggestion that's been going around for years, and I'm like, who is going to do this? But on a Sunday, maybe, you know, this spooky stuffed peppers kind of thing where you take an orange bell pepper and you cut out a jack-o'-lantern face and then you can stuff them and bake them and it just looks like a cute jack-o'-lantern also I feel like my kids would have never eaten that when they were little but if you make the stuffing really yummy they'll at least eat that and that's where like the rice and protein or or so whatever you're going to stuff it with that's where that will be and it's really cute for little ones but also like like you said like if you can go, if maybe you already have it, or maybe you go to Home Goods or something, and you can find some jack o' lantern mugs or something like that, and just serve pasta in those, you know, and then yeah. put them away until next year. Also, speaking of pasta, I know that there are so many sources like Amazon, like a Home Goods, where you can find like pumpkin shaped pasta or like ghost yes. shaped pasta. Do you not have to reinvent the wheel? And you, longtime listeners, know this, but like, we are not trying to put any pressure on you to do anything fun for Halloween, like anything extra for Halloween. If yours, it is a regular Sunday and you order pizza and you like just go trick or treating. That is plenty. Totally. It's totally plenty. I have to say one more thing though, because it's the easiest. It's my favorite. And even though I've suggested it for like 15 years now, every keep suggesting it. That means it's kind of true. Okay. If you can fit it into your budget, go get some candy eyeballs mm-hmm. and throw that on everything. It is yes. the funniest. It is the cutest. It is the easiest. <laughs> yes. Also, our friends at Fancy Sprinkles have their what they call edible stickers or sprinkle stickers. They're kind of more like the candy eyeballs where they're like a little bit thicker and more substantial, but they have like little cauldrons and cute little pumpkins and stuff that you can choose from. And that's like one of those really easy ways to make things super fun. I also love food writer pens, which is just basically like food dye in a pen form. You do not have to buy the whole color set. Buy the package of two black ones because that's all you really need. And then you can take string cheese still in its package and like make a little ghost face on it. 
You can take yes. a clementine, draw a little jack-o'-lantern face on it. You don't even have to like make a celery stock on it or anything like that. <laughs> it's one of those, I like the candy eyeballs. Like you, if you have them on hand starting in October, you will find a hundred ways to use it for October, November, and December and beyond. hundred percent. Yes. And beyond. I do really love having eyeball can, candy eyeballs around all year round. <laughs> I don't know why. It just still brings me a lot of joy. It is. Did your kids ever go through this phase? Ella went through it. And gosh, I'm hoping that Emmett will too. Where she found the like googly eyes in the craft bin. And for like two weeks, I would just like randomly be in the bathroom and be like, are there, are there eyes on that tissue box? <laughs> And you were like little planters. I'd like find them on posters. It was really very cute. No, my kids never do that. But Oliver fairly recently, and he's older than Ella, has taken to writing funny notes and weird drawings on post-its and putting them in weird places. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with that. And just waiting for us to (laughs) waiting for us to find it. Hey, Stacy! guess who's bringing home the bacon now? <laughs> I, I hear it, friend. You must be cooking up the bacon you got in your latest Moink box. I am, and I wish you could smell and taste it too. Hey, listen, friend. I don't need to. I've got my own. I never miss out on a Moink delivery, including grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pasture pork and chicken, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon. It comes direct to the front door and straight into my pan. It is amazing. You honestly cannot beat the convenience. Moink makes it so easy to eat quality meat. Their animals are raised outdoors, their fish swim wild in the ocean, and Moink meat is free of antibiotics and hormones. We're talking the highest quality meat at fair prices. But you know what we love even more than convenience? Great taste. Moink was founded by an eighth-generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank, and host Kevin O'Leary said it's the best bacon he's ever tasted. Who knew we could agree so enthusiastically with (laughs) Kevin O'Leary? Join the Moink movement along with us. And Kevin, too. Sign up at moinkbox.com slash D-I-J-F-Y and get one year's worth of free bacon. And then pick what meats you want delivered with your first box. Change what you get each month and cancel any time. That's one year of the best baking you'll ever taste, but for a limited time only at M-O-I-N-K box.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. 2024 is the year we're focused on finally reducing dinnertime overwhelm at Didn't I Just Feed You? And that means making grocery shopping easier and more cost-effective, especially when it comes to the foods we all tend to spend the most on, like meat. Enter ButcherBox, where you can count on incredible deals on premium cuts. At ButcherBox, you can choose a curated box or customize your order of 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, to stock your fridge with all the proteins you need for the week, month, or even the year at prices that are hard to come by at the grocery store. That's all your protein shopped for in one shot at great prices delivered to your door with free shipping. Just one change, switching over to ButcherBox, and you guarantee yourself fewer trips to the grocery store and savings that are hard to find at the supermarket. Dinnertime overwhelm, be gone. 
ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to choose your free offer and get $20 off. This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As our resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share HomeThreads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to homethreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for dinner I just feed you, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Home Threads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. All right. Well, how can we end a Halloween episode without finding out who is being what this year? So, Megan, do you have a costume idea? Ella, I know she's a planner. She's into Halloween. Is that still okay? The case? If you're new here, Ella does this thing every September where she bamboozles me into buying her <laughs> what she swears will be her Halloween costume, and then come October, she'll be like, actually. That was just the first, like, that wasn't it. I've just changed my mind. So this year she has said that she wants to be a strawberry, but not. Oh, that's so cute. Isn't that so cute? Like, she's going to be 10 in January. And I'm like, how are you still so childlike? And lo- I just love it and adore it. But there was something else. And now I'm going to forget that she was recently like, actually, maybe I don't want to be the strawberry she wanted to be something that was really simple, actually, and just like involved some of her clothes she already has, which I was kind of hyped for. And Emmett wants to be Pikachu, which is what he was last year for Halloween. And I am <laughs> not going to fight him on that. He wants to be Pikachu again. I will buy the same Hilarious. ass costume in the next size up. We do you not have it? Oh, he doesn't fit it. He yeah. does. He's so much taller now. I mean, maybe. Maybe we do. We're in the South. It might still be warm on October. We'll just make it into shorts. The what the, the, the Pikachu onesie as shorts. Let's do it. 
Um, okay, what about your boys? Is Isaac too not. cool to dress up for Halloween? And what are you yes. going to be for Halloween, most importantly? I don't know is the answer. And I really, I'm going to say something that is so basic. I'm embarrassed for myself. I'm ready for it. But I have had a string of Halloweens where I've been things that are unattractive. <laughs> something attractive this year. It's time to bring back the sexy nurse. Is that what you're saying? No, I didn't say sexy on purpose because I'm not going to fall into that trap. I okay. never did. I never understood that. Also, I live in New York City and it's kind of cold. Like okay, I'm fair, not fair. about to go wear, and I never have been that girl who wears like a tiny little skirt or whatever. Listen, if that's you, go for it, girl. Like I'm here for you, whatever you want to do. It's not my scene. But like I have been like unattractive things. <laughs> Weren't you a pineapple one year? People would argue that's a very attractive thing. Okay. Okay. I have a this. It wasn't a, is what you mean that you didn't feel like it was a flattering costume? Yes. Yes, I want to look in the mirror and be like, I'm not just a joke mom. Like I I feel like feeling good. I want to feel like feeling good. And I, I don't know. I want to do like fun. I want to play with makeup. So I'm not sure. I'm still like TBD. Isaac is a little too cool for it, but also like understands that like you cannot he, I will never allow him to be that teenager who goes trick-or-treating without a costume. Not yeah. allowed. Yeah. If you're not going to even try half a little bit, then you don't get the candy or go buy your own candy. So I don't know. He usually the last, well, last year we didn't go trick-or-treating. Or did we? I can't even remember. I feel like you did. Like it was very safe. I feel like maybe we did. In your neighborhood. Yeah. I think you did. Yeah. I think we did. We did. He wore a onesie. He's really into like, just go get me a onesie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like doubles of pajamas. And in fact, I think he maybe just went to sleep in it, which is nasty. But anyway, <laughs> like straight from like sweating through trick-or-treating into bed all in one handy zip-up outfit. And Eleanor hasn't said anything yet, but he is, well, he's like Ella, but not as decisive but he yeah. keeps changing his mind into the last minute so you and kind of have to wait. have costume debacle yes, yeah yeah then it's like doesn't come in time or they're sold out so ah, tbd i guess everyone will have to watch out on our instagram yeah to see what we end up doing and gonna- you guys we want you to tag us on instagram to this halloween like if you make those mummy dogs, or if you're just throw or a bag our boobark from kids. last year, <laughs> or boobark anything, tag us. We really, really want to see what you're eating, what you're doing, how you're getting dressed up, how you are finding joy in Halloween this year. Yes. So you guys can do that in a couple of ways. One, you can join our community. So we have a free listeners group. It's really easy to join. It's not a whole other social platform. We promise. We promise. Just sign up and you get tons of other supportive members and ideas and happening going on. Or you can become a supporting member, which supports free public episodes of Didn't I Just Feed You and gives you personally two extra bonus exclusive episodes every single month. Plus live events, a lifetime access to our private Instagram feed, and a huge quarterly giveaway. You can join either of those by visiting didn't I just feed you.com slash community. Yes. And speaking of tagging us on stuff, we want to see what you make, what your kids dress up. 
as for Halloween. So tag us on Instagram where we are at Didn't I Just Feed You. That's also a super handy place to subscribe to our newsletter from either our Instagram bio or you can visit our site to sign up for the newsletter as well. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you get your podcast so that you don't miss a single episode. A huge, humongous thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. We love you, Sam. I'm Stacy. And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well-fed until next week. Hey, Sam, what are you going to dress up as for Halloween? Yeah. Can you get on the mic and tell us and share with everybody? That'd be fun. No pressure. Hey, Megan and Stacy, and didn't I just feed you? Um, I hate to be kind of a bummer. I haven't dressed up for Halloween in a very, very long time. However, when I was a child, my best Halloween costume had to have been a garbage can. Yes, my parents dressed me up as a garbage can. My hat was the lid of a garbage can. It was made out of like foam and had some fabric ties under my chin. Um, And the whole thing was foam and we painted it and it was actually a lot of fun. I'll have to dig up a photo for you. 